next on the 5 o'clock report. Congress must address the debt limit without conditions. Let's start paying this debt off. This is all scandal management and hypocrisy. You can smell the tree and you can smell the mud. Don't point a gun at somebody unless you're intending to actually shoot them. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Congress must address the debt limit without conditions. The red, white, and blue drowning in a sea of red ink. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. The White House doesn't even want to talk about it, but their own Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, says extraordinary measures are now needed to juggle the U.S. budget until Congress can work out a new debt ceiling agreement. So just what do extraordinary measures look like? They'll stop making payments on some things it can pause payments on. Retiree benefits, pensions, some security reinvestments, things that it'll make good on later but can pause for now without any damage. That buys Congress time. CBS's Scott McFarland. While the White House refuses to even talk, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says that's unreasonable given America's spiraling deficit. Why wouldn't we sit down now, set a budget, set a path to get us to a balanced budget, and let's start paying this debt off? Also today, CBS News is reporting that President Biden is likely to announce a re-election bid shortly, but not until after his upcoming State of the Union address to Congress on February 7th. A new Quinnipiac poll finds 60% of Americans think President Biden acted inappropriately in his handling of classified documents as vice president. Only 22% responding said he didn't. Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton tells Fox News He had no problem talking about Donald Trump's uh, classified documents last summer. He saddled up his high horse and rode it hard then. This is all just scandal management and hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. The president is in California this afternoon for a first-hand look at the extraordinary flood situation there. While the weeks-long rain have abated for now, landslides continue. One near Fremont, California yesterday stopped a commuter train. If you went to the next car, you could smell the tree and you could smell the mud coming down. You could smell like the soil, yeah. There have been over 500 landslides in California the last few weeks. Heavy snow has been dumped out west as well. This Colorado man, though, has a plan all worked out. This is my workout. I can eat whatever I want after this. Yeah, it feels familiar. Winter weather also making its return here in the listing area. Advice are up in many spots. Kevin Williams' complete forecast is just ahead. Alec Baldwin could be facing up to five years in prison for the deadly 2021 shooting on the film set of Rust in New Mexico. Special Prosecutor Andrea Reeb spoke after Baldwin was charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter in the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Rules of the firearm, you don't point a gun at somebody unless you're intending to actually shoot them. Um, and he did all those things, which ultimately resulted in Helena Hutchins' death. She was shot and killed when Baldwin fired a prop gun loaded with a real bullet. Baldwin has yet to make an official plea, but he has always maintained his innocence. The FBI today releasing surveillance photos and saying it's offering a $25,000 reward for information relating to a string of attacks on pro-life pregnancy centers, including Compass Care Pregnancy Services Center in Amherst, New York. FBI Director Christopher Wray testifying before a U.S. Senate committee. We're going after that through our Joint Terrorism Task Forces, uh, through our criminal authorities, FACE Act, and things like that we have about 20 field offices involved in this and so we take it very seriously. The Compass Care facility in Amherst firebombed on June 7th. Compass Care's director and others have criticized the FBI for a seeming lack of urgency in pursuing suspects in attacks on pro-life centers. Compass Care recently announced it's joined with other pro-life organizations to hire private investigators to try to find those responsible for the attack. The Supreme Court has broken its silence on its investigation into a leaked draft opinion on Roe v. Wade, though they didn't have much new to say. The Supreme Court says it hasn't determined who leaked the draft opinion eight months after 
after Politico published it. It was the first time an entire opinion was made public before the court was ready to announce it. The court says it conducted formal interviews with 97 employees, all of whom deny disclosing the document. The court says it's unlikely it was the result of unauthorized access to computer systems. CBS's Steve Dorsey. The Church of England has proposed clergy can give prayers of dedication, thanksgiving, or blessing after same-sex civil marriages or partnerships, but says it will not allow same-sex unions in its churches. The Church of England's formal teaching will continue to be that holy matrimony is between a man and a woman for life. The new proposal is to be outlined tomorrow in a report to the church's general synod. The dead of winter is settling in on Ukrainian forces trying to hang tough in their battle against the ongoing Russian invasion there. Ukrainian forces are bracing themselves for the coldest weeks of winter. It's it's very warm in here. Underground, a wood fire keeps the men from freezing. There are warm beds, hot food and drinks. It's not so hard. You can get used to any harsh conditions. Major Chekhan told us what you don't get used to, he said, are the deaths of civilians. CBS's Deborah Pata in Ukraine. New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern shocking many by announcing her intention to quit the job. I know what this job takes and I know that I no longer have enough in the tank to do it justice. Dern says she feels leading a country is the most privileged job anyone can have, but also highly challenging. And apparently the only thing faster than Usain Bolt is his dwindling investment account. Here comes Usain Bolt! Usain Bolt storming through! He takes it again! Blake gets the silver! 9.64! Jamaican authorities say they're looking into how more than 12.7 million bucks disappeared from Bolt's account with a private investment firm. Bolt's lawyers say the account balance suddenly sprinted from nearly 13 million dollars to just 12,000. Bolt, now 36, was the world's fastest man for quite a time, winning eight Olympic gold medals in three Olympics. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, the latest on a judicial controversy in Albany, a ruling on religious garb in Pennsylvania schools, and saying thanks to a Buffalo Sabres great. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. Overnight tonight, cloudy skies, a little spotty rain or drizzle. Late tonight, some snow mixes in, and there could be an inch or two on the ground by morning across higher elevations of western New York and northwest Pennsylvania as low temperatures drop toward 30. Noir's cloudy with occasional snow and flurries, some small additional accumulations in northwest Pennsylvania, western and central New York. On Saturday, some morning lake flakes, otherwise partly to mostly cloudy with flurries and high temperatures, mostly in the 30s. All right, thank you for all that, Kevin. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Senate Democrats in New York have rejected Governor Hochul's pick for top judge in the state. Family Life's Brandon Dixon has more. Judge Hector LaSalle's nomination was blocked yesterday by the Senate Judiciary Committee. LaSalle was vying to become the first Latino to serve as Chief Justice on the New York Court of Appeals. Despite being pro choice, Senate Democrats expressed concern with some of the judge's rulings on the abortion issue. They also accused him of being anti-union. Governor Hochul may sue to force a confirmation vote in the full Senate. Brandon Dixon, Family Life News. Thanks, Brandon. Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms weighed in today on the state's efforts to kill the LaSalle nomination. Remember that in New York, the uh, progressive wing of the Democratic Party is in control of the state assembly. They are uh, in control in the Senate. Their last lever of power that they are opposing is in the judiciary. This is a candidate who has openly said in the hearings that he supports abortion rights, yet that is not far enough left for where the progressives would like to take our state. 
Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. New York's governor and attorney general have a disagreement, too. This over how to best combat drug overdoses in the Empire State. Governor Hochul's plan provides more funding to law enforcement to cut off the flow of fentanyl, which makes up 80 percent of overdose deaths. But Attorney General Letitia James told the Assembly Substance Abuse Committee that it was past time to authorize safe injection sites. State leaders have signaled that curbing drug deaths will be a bipartisan priority this session. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. Thanks, Jeremy. A house fire in the Niagara County town of Wilson has left a five-year-old boy fighting for his life. The Niagara County Sheriff's Department says the Harbor Street blaze on Wednesday afternoon left that boy with severe burns. He's now being treated at Strong Memorial Hospital in Rochester. A 35-year-old man living in the home also injured. The boy's 41-year-old mother managed to escape unharmed. The cause of that fire still under investigation. Steuben County District Attorney Brooks Baker says something's got to be done to rein in New York's criminal justice reforms. This bail reform is not helping defendants and certainly making our, our community far less safe. He says cashless bail has emboldened criminals and judges need more discretion in keeping dangerous people behind bars. And they start with the presumption that bail is too restrictive and they should let them out. New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik wants to reward states financially that set a danger to society standard when deciding bail. Is Buffalo's Skajakwita Expressway nearing the end of the road? The Greater Buffalo Niagara Regional Transportation Council is looking at a plan that would see the Skajakwita, also known as Route 198, transform from a current commuter route into a two-lane parkway with grade level intersections instead of the current on and off ramps. Project manager Hal Morse tells WGRZ. We looked at how the Skajakwata is not really functioning like it was originally uh, constructed for and it's in need of some upgrades or some kind of treatment. The council's plans are just that. For now, the Skajakwata speed limit reduced from 50 to 30 miles an hour by then-Governor Andrew Cuomo following a 2015 accident which claimed the life of a three-year-old boy. Pennsylvania public school teachers will be able to wear religious garb while on the job. Under legislation passed in the state Senate yesterday, the Religious Expression Bill now heads to the Statehouse. Michael Gear with the Pennsylvania Family Institute Well, it's interesting because Pennsylvania is the last state in the country to uh, have a law that prohibits wearing a cross or other religious expression in the classroom. Legislation makes public school administrators criminally liable if they fail to protect the First Amendment rights of teachers. The Pennsylvania Teachers Union, which for years opposed the bill, now says it supports it. Pennsylvania lawmakers again bringing one of the most controversial issues in the nation front and center as the new legislative session begins in Harrisburg, a new gun control bill. Family Life's Gary Diener with more. A bill is set to be introduced that would restrict how many weapons can be purchased by anyone within a 30-day period. The bill would restrict that number to one gun per person per month. Special exceptions would be made for law enforcement, collectors, licensed dealers, and private security firms. The state currently does not restrict the number of sales at one time or purchases of multiple firearms. It's likely to see significant pushback from a new legislature, which is led by a former Democrat. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thanks, Terry. Also tonight, a couple of newsworthy sports notes. The Buffalo Bills have a home game next season that will be a few thousand miles from Orchard Park. One of the Bills' nine home games next season would be played in London. They'll take on Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars at Tottenham Stadium. Well, that be- venue, by the way, bears a resemblance to the Bills' planned new stadium in Orchard Park, which today got Erie County Legislature approval of their environmental site plan. That's a key mile marker in the stadium construction process. And from the Bills to the Sabres, one of their all-time great players to have his uniform number retired next hour. <laughs> Oh, you want to roll a highlight bell? 
All right, RJ. Ceremonies honoring goaltender Ryan Miller set to start at 6 p.m. before the current Sabres take on the New York Islanders at 7.30. Miller, a member of the Sabres over a decade and is the franchise's all-time leader in games played by a goalie as well as wins and saves. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stock slipping today on the back of further economic concerns. Credit card company Discover reported before the bell with the biggest takeaway being the unexpected increase in funds set aside for anticipated consumer loan defaults. Labor markets remain resilient with initial jobless claims coming in below expectations. China's reopening continuing to remain a headline as analysts believe that may provide a boost to the global economy. Solar stocks fared the worst today, with several names losing more than 10%, and oil today breaking above the $80 a barrel mark. The Dow losing 252 points, the S&P 500 fell 30, and the Nasdaq was down 104. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Albert Einstein is often credited with saying the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Faith and Finance Minute. We often ignore symptoms that reveal the need for change, especially with our finances. Here are some examples. Worrying that you'll bounce a check. Cringing every time the phone rings because it might be a bill collector. Paying a reconnect fee to the utility company to get services back on. Fighting with your spouse about money on a regular basis and regretting that you can't be as generous as you'd like. Those are the symptoms. The solution is deciding to live by God's financial principles. We can help. You'll find everything you need to know at faithfi.com. Connect with a certified Kingdom Advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, faithfi.com. All right, thank you very much. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, we'll pop a few corny facts your way for National Popcorn Day. Good evening, I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Precipitation tonight will be largely scant, but as colder air oozes back in, a little snow will be reinitiated late tonight and continue tomorrow with an assist off the lakes. In the meantime, overnight tonight, cloudy skies, a little spotty rain or drizzle. Late tonight, some snow mixes in as low temperatures drop toward 30. Tomorrow's cloudy with occasional snow and flurries, some small additional accumulations in northwest Pennsylvania, western and central New York, and temperatures mostly in the 30s. On Saturday, some morning lake flakes, otherwise Partly to mostly cloudy with flurries and high temperatures, mostly in the 30s. All right, thank you, Kevin. Finally at 5, happy National Popcorn Day. Not trying to butter you up, but we've salted away a few fun facts about one of America's favorite snacks. It's been around thousands of years. The Mayans ate it, Aztecs wore it, the Iroquois introduced European settlers to it. Pops best at 400 degrees Fahrenheit, thanks to a tiny drop of water inside the kernel that turns to steam and explodes when heated. It can travel up to 3 feet when it does. Over 90% of Americans say they love it. It must be. We eat up to 15 billion quarts every year. Each air popped cup, 31 calories. That's before you slather on all the butter. Pillsbury sold the first microwavable popcorn in 1982. In the 1800s, it was eaten as a cereal with milk and sugar. Some theaters in the 1940s banned it. Too loud, they said. But apparently not dips in theaters. They're giving customers a free small popcorn today in honor of National Popcorn Day. That's the corny world we live in for this Thursday, January 19th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.